Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my always warming co-host, Mozzie. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to stay warm. Um, if you all hear background noises, because the uh, heating unit in my apartment's getting worked on. So Fascinating. Hey, at least then you'll have your nice toasty warmth. Yeah, we need we need some hot takes right now to get <laughs> to get warmed up here. <laughs> to get warmed up here. But um yeah, we got some nice uh some spooky stuff happened last night. Uh, what are you what are you up to this weekend for for the Halloween season? I will be working. <laughs> mm, spooky. Spooky. That's the scariest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no enjoyment for the rest of your life. Ah, uh, a table that sits past two hours past the kitchen closing. <laughs> ah. no. Oh my god. Dreadful. <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. It's <laughs> rough. I'm going to be um, dressed as a Popeye this weekend. Ah, you got your spinach already? Yep, got back to the spinach, yep. <laughs> no, I found a I found a koozie that says um spinach on it. It's green, so it's a nice Excellent. addition to the costume. I gotta find my uh sailor hat, because the good thing about being in our fraternity was pretty much everyone had a had one of those hats. Yeah. Like captain hats or whatever. They so were gotta, everywhere, man. Gotta find where I put mine, because I know I have one. But I Yark. don't know where it is. So I may be a hatless Popeye. Oh no. It's just still got the guns. Mm-hmm. Boom. It's gonna be it's cold though, so <laughs> I'm like, mm, mistakes were made. Cold. Or like a thumb under it. Yeah, no, you need like <laughs> pantyhose for your arms. There are it did, it did come with like these like fake arms, like these fake muscle arms. It could be warm. But then you know. <laughs> oh but no guys, I'm I'm big, promise. <laughs> Trust me, I swear. <laughs> but um yeah, so we're going to kind of do a quicker recap of last week's stuff and then get into our things this week. So um, hit me with some stuff that stood out from, from last week. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I guess I'll start with Breeze coming back. That was really nice to see. Uh, the offense didn't seem to miss a beat, did they? No, no, they were nuts. It was, yeah. Like Mike Thomas, his Twitter handle is accurate. Yep. I mean, dude's a monster. He was 11 for 11, didn't drop a single target. Uh, His I mean, catch rate's and, always so high. It is. I mean, he had he was completing like – he was like 60 of 70 last year at some point or something like that. Him and Breeze just have this ridiculous connection. Yeah. And offense didn't slow whatsoever with Breeze coming back. Teddy, Teddy's great. He'll be very good, I'm sure, next year. But Breeze is still another – tier above mm-hmm. he's still breezy yeah um let's see what else the, the denver defense so they the denver defense has been like pretty solid i mean getting fangio will help right that was the mm-hmm. hope bringing fangio in would at least make their defense good mm-hmm. but <laughs> moving forward i am a little worried though if their offense is doing nothing about their their defense holding up Agreed. Like, if you can't get your defense off the field because your offense can't stay on the field, they're going to get tired really early, and then yeah. they're going to stop trying. I'm looking at Nick Chubb this week in that vein. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, of course, New England continues to do their job. That's the, that is that's what, yeah, that's what it says as soon as you walk in, apparently. Do your job. 
Mm. And it also says, kiss your dad. It's right on the lips. <laughs> right on the lips. Just right there. It's the big and the biggest. Mm. Um, but in that division, the Bills, um, the Bills cannot face. So not even, I don't see even good teams. Just like, so like the Eagles, like they lost to Dallas. And so he said losing to Dallas makes you a bad team. But <laughs> <laughs> mm. so I guess like Dallas and Buffalo are kind of like, I guess like yardsticks kind of like as far as like, okay, so like if you can beat the Bills, you're not bad. But if you lose to the Cowboys, you are bad. So like if you, you know. Check both of those. You're just mediocre, I guess. Right. <laughs> that sounds about right. For the just mediocre. Yeah, you're just right in the middle. You're gonna end up in purgatory after this. You're just missing the playoffs and not getting a good, good draft pick. Yep. I mean, yeah. they'll probably hit the nine, seven, ten, and six range. Unfortunately for the uh, NFC, that's not gonna get you in the playoffs this year. No. Yeah, although that division isn't like super strong, so. No, it's just it's more likely the Cowboys probably have the division lead. But they do play at the very end of the year. They always have like that week seventeen game, and a lot will come down to that too. Yeah, because right now Cowboys are four and three, Eagles are four and four, so like it's really tight right there. Mm-hmm. But like, there's not going to be a wild card from that division. <laughs> no, there's exactly. It's going to be. Well, like, the NFC West is definitely going to have at least one. Yeah, West and North. I'm guessing. Yeah, most likely Packers and Vikings. Uh huh. And then, yeah, Niners, Seahawks, and even Rams, man. And even Rams. Can we just, like, kick the NFC East out? <laughs> <laughs> just give us another <laughs> NFC West team. <laughs> like, you tried. I think the Niners, Rams, and Seahawks are all playoff caliber teams in some in some degree. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> even like... the Cardinals are decent. <laughs> yeah, the Cardinals are... I mean, like, have the Cardinals and Eagles played? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do they play? They should. I don't birds. think they have or do. Yeah, I want another bird battle. I need to... <laughs> I remember, like, seeing something about, like... Uh, I can't remember what it was, but there were, like there's one bird team that's really good against other bird teams, and then, like, two bird teams that are really bad against other bird teams. Yeah, I think I was talking about that <laughs> on one of the podcasts. I want to say it was the Eagles or the Falcons were involved. And it was either like the Falcons weren't good against other birds. I'm pretty maybe. sure the Falcons are bad against other birds, is what right. it was. <laughs> Unfortunately. But. Which doesn't make sense. Falcons are vicious, right? The bird, bird, bird. Bird is bird. <laughs> but, um, so, um, the Carolina thing. So, so obviously the whole, like, oh, Carolina over camp thing is kind of, kind of got squashed last week, but. Um, a kind of blending with injury news. Um, some unfortunate news came up about Cam this week, or honestly, just today, I think it was. Yeah. So it sounds like he may not be back for a bit. His foot's not really progressing enough, despite like everything we heard saying, like, oh, it's progressing. So you can't trust anyone, apparently. But <laughs> I mean, at this point, you just shut him down. Like, well, no, because I'd said, like, I would be okay with him just missing the season and getting healthy for next year. Yeah. But. I don't know, dude. So right now, it's going to still be Kyle Allen, which is means Christian McCaffrey all day, every day. Oh, yeah, baby. But, they, uh, have a, they have a couple tough games coming up. Yeah, who do they have? Saints, Seahawks, Colts, Saints. They still have the oh. Saints twice, Colts. Oh, dude, I'm ready for the Panthers to do their thing and uh, like lose a bunch to end the season. Yeah. They're 4-3 right now. They they are one of the teams I think could you could see a, a regression with. Yeah, I'm banking on that honestly. 
we're at that point now. This is like so. While we're at it, uh, this is like we're week nine, right? Mm-hmm. Week nine, we're like halfway through the season. This is when you start seeing the flip. You see a lot of teams that, for some reason, are like six and two are suddenly going to be six and ten, and whatnot, and the vice versa. You're going to have teams that are two and five that are suddenly now, you know, eleven and five after the switch. So yeah, it won't be that drastic, but you are going to start seeing that flip happen with a couple teams. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, so like, okay, like Rams are five and three. Like, I'm curious where they're going to end up. Like, are they going to end up like eight and eight or like? You know, ten and six kind of. Thing. I think the Rams are one of the teams that schedule seriously favors them moving forward, but I could be wrong. Uh, um, yeah, they have yeah. Cardinals twice, but they've also got the Cowboys, Niners, and Seahawks in there, and Ravens. So, I mean, if they, I mean, I, yeah, somewhere between eight and eight and ten and six seems right. Yeah, I think they'll be above eight and eight. I think they probably. I mean, they're five and three. I see them winning one, two. I'll call it four to five more games. So I'll give them nine and seven plus. Yeah, yeah I, I think the Eagles are a possible candidate to be one of those teams that like flips the switch on. Yes. Just because they're well coached, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> after the loss of the Cowboys or the win versus the Bills, you're like, okay, what is this team? But like when it's a well coached team, it's like. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yes, so the Eagles are one of the teams that has the favorable schedule coming up. They have uh, the Dolphins, Giants twice, and Redskins. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Outside of like, the Patriots. Outside the of Seahawks, the Patriots and the Seahawks. All of those, those games are winnable. They yep. have and then up. they'll definitely be playing up for that Cowboys game at home. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I guess the Lions, I guess the last one, all this kind of things, like Lions are a nice tied 500 and they've got like a not too eh. honestly i think they'll end up pretty dead even with pretty much yep yeah because <laughs> you, yeah you figure a couple of these games you got the bucks the redskins you know they have the bears twice i'm sure they probably at least split with that so yeah the problem is like their defense hasn't really been what we've hoped which is you know the point of Matt Patricia was for the defense, but it's not yeah. really happening at all. Defensive-minded head coach. They're all offense. That's always That's rough. Like, I mean, Dan Quinn, like when the, the defensive coach has a terrible defense, they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, <laughs> get out. But Yeah, no, exactly. But that, um, it is benefiting Stafford and Kenny and just a ton. I think the Browns are another one. Oh, yeah, so they have a lot of go? favorable ones. Cause, all right, so next – the rest of the season, they have Broncos, okay, Bills, Steelers twice, divisional, uh, Dolphins, Bengals twice, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're two and five, man. I mean, they those are like that's like six wins for me, almost five to like maybe five wins. It's at least seven and nine. Yeah, it's ever it's gonna be funny when they end up with the same record as last year. That's <laughs> 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 so be so troll, be so Cleveland. Um, let's see any anything else major that you want to get to? Um, like from last week? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Not really. I mean, a lot of the things were pretty obvious. Um, 
Bell wasn't used at all, and the Jets lost against a team that was missing Marcel Darius and was bad against the run. So that was really stupid, and hopefully we see more of him. Uh, I've, I'm pretty proud of my offseason prediction on Rodgers. Was a lot of people were down on him. I said, no, I think this is his year again, and he's doing pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he's been balling out, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, like against the Raiders, like they they can't bring a pass rush at all. That's the thing. Like any time you have like a quarterback who's good at tearing apart the defense, like get him against the Raiders. So that's why you know I like Matt Stafford this week. But um, another on the other side of the quarterback, uh, I guess you know when we feel like safety. I mean, okay, Rodgers doesn't throw picks, so who's the opposite? We got Jameis. Well, <laughs> how do you feel about Jameis coming up? Uh, I think as soon as Blaine Gabbert's back from IR, he's getting benched. I think Arian's going to roll with Gabbert once, once week like 11. Gabbert. He does like Gabbert, and Jameis has been awful. Now, this could be another signature Jameis week against Seattle. Yeah, it's going to be like a <laughs> 400 yards, two touchdowns, like five or six turnovers game. <laughs> just like, oh my gosh. I mean, he destroyed the Rams, so maybe it's just like a, when he goes west to the NFC West. He's well, because then he's closer to the Crabs now. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're totally not crowded in Florida. <laughs> All right, so let's take a look. So he's got what he has. Sorry, hiccup. He has 12 picks. How many fumbles? How do I find his fumbles? Because he's fumbled a lot too. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got a fumble fumbled. problem. Is he, oh, has he fumbled eight times this year? I don't know if all those were lost fumbles, but wow. Oof. Yeah, does he already have 20 turnovers? Yeesh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to find the fumbles just to be sure on it. Oh, I'm gonna that was one. Let me see. I thought I saw him available. Yeah, yeah. he's available. Looks like he's lost six fumbles, so he's had 18 turnovers in seven games. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many turnovers. Oh, man, yeah. Gosh. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Um, getting to some of the injuries we had. So... Um, Flacco had something with his neck or back going on, so he's going to be out for a bit. And we're going to see Brandon Allen and probably Drew Lock soon. Um, I don't want to touch that team right nope. now. Not, not even Sutton, ball. really. Oh gosh, no! Like I, you can take a gamble on someone, but you know, good luck to you. I think the only person who could maybe be worth a look in passing game wise could be maybe Noah Fant. But even then, I'm not too thrilled on it. A um, rookie quarterback. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. That rookie, like, well, and like they're both. Well, Brandon Allen's not a rookie. I don't think he's just. Oh, you know, sorry, I was talking about um Locke. Locke. Yeah, when Locke gets in, I'm more excited at least, just for because even if I don't think he's like super great, it's like a Daniel Jones thing where at least it's not Flacco. At least it's not Eli, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, Sacco. <laughs> We also have Xavier Howard going to IR. This one like this one like snuck by. Like I didn't see it at first until last night. I was like, oh, okay. It's like watching chess between like the Bengals and the Dolphins, but they're both trying to get rid of as many players as possible. Like they're both trying to lose the game of chess. <laughs> Oh my god. They're like I see your Dalton benching and raise you one Xavier Howard to IR. <laughs> like <laughs> What will the next move be? 
Like, how could the team actually get worse? So the Bengals are going to end up saying that H.A. Green's not going to come back this season into play. And that, that's going to be the next step. Finish him. And the Dolphins, well, the, what could the Dolphins do? They're going to um, let Kalen Balazs get, like, a game with the Dolphins. Yeah, they're going to start Kalen Balazs at running back. They actually, they actually, that's, I mean... He's so I, like that could happen. <laughs> it's 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 funny because he's not good at all, but like they keep giving him goal line touches. Well, yeah, so it's still... suck. <laughs> we don't want to be good. <laughs> oh, they were up fourteen nothing against the Steelers, and then suddenly the Steelers like looked like a good team again. It's like hmm. You know, like <laughs> there are like I, I, I don't even know if this is like conspiracy theory level. They they want to tank and want to lose. Right. That's why you can't, like, trust or play anyone from this team. Because, like, once it goes well, like, it's not going to keep going well. But, exactly. Man, it's rough. Next up we have uh, D.D. Westbrook. He has, um, it was like a neck shoulder thing. He's been limited this week in practice. Keep an eye on him. If he's out, that really concentrates the, um, like, the target distribution there. And Conley's been doing well too lately, too. So, like, if, it's, if there's no Westbrook, like, Conley, Chark... And a little bit of Keelan Cole dashed in, but then obviously mostly Fournette. So give on D there. Cause um oh yeah, because he tried to play last he tried to play and then got hurt pretty quickly, I think. So I don't know. I feel like my hunch is he won't play, but keep an eye on it. And then Case Keenum, uh, he hasn't been um I, I think I saw Dwayne Haskins has been taking the first team reps because Keenum was in a concussion protocol. But um they played Thursday night, so he had some extra time. He partially, he's been partially participating this week, so keep an eye on like that. Um, him getting through concussion protocol, but if Dwayne Haskins starts, then oof. Yikes! Yeah, fire up that Buffalo defense in that case. And then lastly, we've got James Conner. He kind of briefly left the game, like he got hurt kind of in the end more. Um, it's. He keeps saying he wants to play, and like there's been a lot of positives on it, but he has been getting hurt a lot, and the team could just decide, hey, sit this one out. But his his Friday, so his today practice, I don't know if I haven't seen anything on that yet, but if he practices today, that's a good sign, but if not, I would be ready for Jalen Samuels to come take the work. And I, I, if Jalen Samuels is the guy, I think he'll look good. Because so, I think Benny Snell is hurt, too. He is also hurt, yeah. Or no, maybe it's J- Jalen Samuels. I don't know. No, Jalen Samuels, um, he, um, yeah, Benny Snellster, Jalen Samuels was out last game. They said he probably could have played if they needed, but um, he's going to be back and all. He's been practicing in full this week, so. And then um, keeping up some pass injuries. We already talked about Cam. That's just unfortunate. Um, Devontae is actually questionable for once, <laughs> like not just doubtful. Right. Sounds, like he might actually play. Yeah, it sounds like, like a little more towards in and out at this point. But definitely still something you have to watch because they could do one more precautionary week. Yeah, um, the AJ Green saga. It's So they got a bye this week. I mean, you may come back after the bye, but, I mean, would you want to come back to Ryan Finley? Not me. Nope. That's not my quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, Is he even a, ginger? Yeah, so like, if, you, if you've been holding Jay Green, it's, been, it's not been fun just because, like, now that he's finally might be coming back, you get Ryan Finley. Yep. So uh, not ideal there. Chris Herndon, man, 
It's a big bummer. Blue balls, dude. It's just, it's just so many blue balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like he's. I, don't, I, I think I saw he's just not playing this week. Yeah, I think he's out again. I fucking just deactivate him, put me out of my misery. <laughs> it's, it's funny because you 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 went in for him um, in our league. I know, like then... I have him stashed away if he ever returns. Like I ha- like to have depth at tight ends, so I didn't like throw all my eggs in his basket. But I had him there if he came back, and he's just not. He's not. Rip. And then, um, oh yeah, did you see the Trent Williams thing? Um. Oh yeah, I mean I've been keeping up with that. Yeah. So he kind of told reporters that there was a cancerous tumor on his head that was first discovered in 2013, and the doctors at the time told him it was minor. Right. So, yeah, I knew. Uh, I knew about that from a little while ago. Yeah, that's some, like that like, resurfaced today because I'm on like they're trying to like there's some helmet something going on with him too, and everyone's like, oh. But. Yeah, they told him that it was benign and it wasn't. <laughs> or if it was, it like was still impeding areas of the brain and like needed to be removed, regardless of be- not being malignant. So like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how the fuck are they not being sued right now? <laughs> so and, the Redskins. Yeah, it's almost as if they're cursed, like they are maybe like you know, not. I'm not gonna say like, built on like an ancient Native American burial ground, but, right? Like, no, but of like course not. The, the curse comes about because like you know when you when you build on and you're disrespecting the the Native Americans when you do that. So I, that's just you know, just a thought. It's just super. Maybe, maybe that's you know. No, I mean, goddamn, they just need a new owner. They need a new everything. Yeah, they did. I mean, because okay, they can be the Red Hawks. That's what Miami did. We we were the Red yeah. Hawks. It's so funny. I was talking to a bar patron the other day, and um, I was like, you know, since I've moved to DC, the Capitals have won the Stanley Cup, and now the Nationals have won the World Series. And then I looked at him, and I was just like, now if I could get the fucking Redskins to win a Super Bowl, then I'd really be impressive. And he just kind of laughed. He was like, yeah, no way. Not with- <laughs> I saw this picture. It was like three dragons, and it was like um, the Capitals, the Nationals, and like the Nationals are like looking over, and then it was the Redskins, and it was just this derpy dragon. Derp- yeah, derpy dragon face. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I just got something popped up here. Um, so... George Kittle, I know he left and came back yesterday. He's probably fine, which, I mean, he, he saw him just destroy Buda Baker after he came back in, so I think oh, he's all yeah. good. <laughs> that was funny. That was a fun matchup to watch. Oh, yeah, baby. Because Baker did make some plays, but in the end, man, that stiff arm. And then, um, so with the, um, oh, Quan Alexander went out, um, and he's been a big help for them. He's been a big boost in part of why their defense has been so good along with Bosa there. Um, he got an MRI today on his pec, and um, Shanahan said he was nervous about it, so keep an eye on that. Because if you know he like tore his pec or something, then he's going to be out for the year. So yeah, um, that's the JJ Watt. And, and if they lose Quan, that's a big hit to the defense. Um, and we've already seen the run defense kind of deteriorate—not like, not deteriorate, but like kind of fall off a little bit. So that'd be worth looking at. Um, on Washington, Darius Geis has is um, designated to return. Um, let me see when he's eligible. About time. But um. He'll be back pretty soon. I don't, I don't have the exact week here. I'm looking for it. But anyway, so he'll be kind of splitting time with AP once he's back. Although I don't know if I want anything to do with that team anyway. Nope. 
Mahomes. Um, so he, I assume out this week. Uh, I think they might have said it already. Week ten possibility. They have a week twelve bye. I, I assume we'll get in at least an A game before the bye. Yeah, most likely. I they should keep him out this week. I think. Yeah, I assume they will. I think they might have already said they are, but everything I tell they're gonna. Um, Kamara seems pretty likely to play this week, based on what I'm seeing. So, solid news there. Oh yeah. And then David Johnson, he was already out for the Thursday game. Kind of concerned about him. I mean, it was a short week too. Yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of concerned about him, like moving forward too, though. Yeah, I hear ya. That like active, then playing one snap and then nothing. That like really kind of worried me. It's got you shook. Yeah, I'm like. I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't feel right. Like there's a, like I I didn't drop Chase Edmonds in a league like after the Kenny and Drake trade just because I'm like I don't I'm not confident that like David Johnson is all good. Mm-hmm. So what's he I, dealing with? <laughs> it's an ankle thing right now. <coughs> oh, that's no good. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Like it's tough for me with him because like he's good, but. I'm not sure if the ankle's right. Yeah. So hold on to your Edmonds. Yeah, no, yeah. Hopefully it didn't drop Edmonds because I think if something does go wrong where DJ can't keep playing, then it'll be Drake and Edmonds. Drake and Chase. You'd be nuts to drop almonds. Ha. <laughs> almonds? <laughs> Crunch, yeah. Hey, yeah, last week if you played him, he... Um, he well, cracked your nuts. There we go. He cracked your nuts. You're going to love my nuts. And then uh, Adam Thielen sounds like he'll be back this week from everything I'm seeing. So it's good news there. And then Josh Gordon is an interesting situation here. Yeah, he just got released uh, healthy off of IR. So he can get signed at, like, what, after, like, 4 p.m.? Yeah, I think it's 4 as we'll know who he's with. So, like... <laughs> So, like, he's going to get signed at 4.05. <laughs> yeah, so, like, here's the thing. So, like, the Dolphins could claim him, but that would mean they have someone good. So, I don't know if they'll do it. I mean, they could get him and trade him. That, too. That would probably be more likely. Well, they, so they are trade past the trade deadline. Line. That's right, in our mind. Bummer, so. They'd have to wait, but yeah, still I still can do it yeah. later. I'm not sure we'll end up. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I snagged him in the league where he got dropped, so. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so teams have like a waiver too, right? That they can pick him, like they can talk to him or something like that. I don't know or... how it exactly works, but like I mean, I know there's obviously like the waiver claim order and stuff like that, like that same as you know fantasy league would have. But mm. yeah, I'm not sure as far as like talking to them. because Bengals technically have first priority, I think, because they've lost eight, where Goblins have only lost seven, but. They are technically worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> technically worse. <laughs> Dolphins are like, oh, we'll have to do something about that. <laughs> Jets this week, no problem. <laughs> so, God damn it, watch the Jets lose. I, they won't. I, I, people are talking about them possibly losing. I'm like, no, they're not going to lose. <sighs> so, Cincinnati adding Josh Gordon would be interesting. Hmm. But yeah. anyway, I mean, we'll find out soon. Real soon. <laughs> Real damn soon. By the time we get this cast up, it's gonna, we'll probably know. Yeah, really. 
But um, so before we get on to our uh, week nine stuff, just so the stuff I've been doing where I've talked about like overperformers, underperformers, that kind of thing. Um, I looked at the team's last four games, so like I I, I managed to like work around the bye weeks too. So over the team's last four games, um, some quarterback overperformers. We had Baltimore, Green Bay, and Washington. Uh, Baltimore and Green Bay have been on this list. We're on this list last time too. So um, that's worth noting. We're Baltimore, like they're like not bad per se. They're pretty like middle, but they've been getting you know, lucky. And but Green Bay is actually just bad, and they've looked not as bad as they are. So <laughs> that's a target to you know note. And um, they're also just like plain bad too. So like um, they're also bottom five in yardage against quarterback and receiver. So. That's Damn. a real thing. And then we know Washington sucks. Although, yeah. there was something that came up. Okay, this is my rant, I guess, for now. Um, so, I saw this tweet go out about, um, like, so, DV, like, okay, DVOA, like the defense adjusted, whatever. I'm like, it makes sense. It's good It's good to look at it, you know, account for schedule. But the, where it gets too nitpicky for me is when you say, like, oh, like, DVOA versus wide receiver one and DVOA versus wide receiver two. Just because... I don't know if that's has enough context to it. So like it was Washington's versus so Washington's DVOA versus wide receiver one was first in the league. It said, and then versus wide receiver two, they were last in the league. So it was like, Oh, it was kind of being as the case. It was like, Oh, look, it's going to be, Oh, it's a name. Ola Beachy Johnson is going to have a good game. Cause you know, Adam Thielen was out. So I'm like, what? So I looked into the stat and like, they've gotten torched plenty of times, but like, you know, Deshaun Jackson torched them. So, okay, was he the wide receiver, too? Because they have Alshon. Like, Zoon Edelman torched them, but they had Josh Gordon. Like, he was like, that's the thing. So, looking through it, I'm like, this is a bad stat. Because, like, Washington is bad. We've seen them be bad. We've seen them get torched. So, I played... By pretty much anyone. Yeah. So, like, some some people, like, ended up, like... I was talking to, like, ended up kind of moving off of Diggs some, too. So, like, I just, like, kind of ignored it and played Diggs and won money because I'm like... This is fucking stupid. So don't, like, go over the top of stats that are, like... Because you can find good stuff, but, like, look at the context of them. Yeah, I mean, because Josh Gordon, he might be, like, the wide receiver one just in the terms of, like, the playbook. But Julian Edelman is Tom Brady's favorite receiver. Yeah, like, I would rather... (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you're giving me, like, okay, versus slot or versus, like, left or right or whatever, like, okay, that makes... That's better. Like, that's more context than just, like, the one or two. Because then I know, okay, like... I can see how much this guy lines up somewhere and look at it, but like, yeah, the the stats with no context get like that get tossed out. There there are bad stats that just mean nothing, and that was I felt like one of them, at least in that case. But because like this, then like Norman's not been good either. Because like if if they had a shutdown, like if Norman had been good, I'd be like, okay, I believe it. It makes sense. But Norman's been right. Shit, he's so. been really bad. He's yeah. like one of the worst corners. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, moving on. Um, ran over. So, running backs. Um, so, running back overperformers. So, overall, Minnesota, San Fran, and Cincy have been overperforming. But um, on that, though, we know that Minnesota, like, I, they have allowed middle of the road yards, been really good fantasy point wise. So, I don't want to necessarily target them. But if you've got, like, a stud against them, it's maybe not, like, bench worthy, but it's, it's not like a. I'm not saying the target Minnesota. That's yeah, that's not what I mean. So context, and then so San Fran is interesting. Um, so they're they're the same on the overall front where they've been like pretty good overall and just even better fantasy point wise. So I still don't want to target them, but 
their rushing has been interesting. So they're over the last four games, they've been uh, 20th in rush yards like allowed. So that like is kind of a uh, like I guess not whole. I mean I don't say whole per se, but one of the I mean they did face Christian McCaffrey, so that kind of hurts. But um, you can run on them some if you're a good running team is where I'm kind of going with it. But uh, um, but I say I still don't want us to like target them. That's <coughs> it's just right. But if like, you have somebody that does like the Cowboys. Yeah. For instance, you know, with Zeke, like he's an integral part of the run game. They're like you wouldn't bench him. Yeah, I mean we saw Kenny and Drake look good last night too. And this isn't yeah, even this isn't even counting that. So and then Quan Alexander is looking like he might miss some time too, so instead of just throwing that out there. But um and then since we know since he's trash, that's a given. But um they've been getting a little lucky fantasy wise for running backs, so just remember they're still awful. Um just don't forget. Yeah, don't forget. <laughs> and then so in, in just rushing, so the overall is total yardage, just the rushing yardage. We have San Fran again, like I mentioned. Um, then we have Arizona and Miami. Like, so we, we know those two, but so just don't forget. They've just been getting lucky. Like that's like that's literally the way to put it. Like we know they're trash. Just don't forget that. <laughs> um, and then on the receiving front, we have um, Cincinnati again, and then the Giants, Jets, and the Buffalo. So teams that are kind of struggling some against the receiving backs. Um, let me pull up the exact here. So the Jets um, the Jets have been bad and have been getting a little lucky. Um, you know, sorry. <laughs> what, against wide receivers? No, against um, receiving running backs. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're really struggling against receiving running backs. Um, same with the Giants there. Buffalo's again a team that's been... Um, Good, but getting a little bit like, but kind of overperforming some, so they're not really a huge target for me. But um, but yeah, the two New York teams have been really struggling against the pass catching running backs. Yeah, the Jets are out every single one of their starting linebackers. They lost Avery Williamson, their starting outside linebacker C.J. Mosley, and then Blake Cashman just got ruled out for the year with a torn labrum. So like, they are missing all the peoples that are good against that. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Yeah, their injury report Five is absurd. Them. It's, it's a beefy injury report. <laughs> Beef, beefy. Yeah, and then of those teams, by the way, so um, the the Giants are also bottom five in running back yardage allowed overall, too. So they fall under the just playing bad uh, category. <laughs> and then wide receivers, we have Jacksonville, Seattle, and Cincinnati overperforming. Um, Jacksonville was on this week, uh, was on this list last time, too. Um, so I like to make note of that. Um, they've been... You know, top third of the league in fantasy points allowed, but they are twentieth um, in yards allowed. So that's a pretty big gap. Um, and then, who else did I say? Seattle and Cincy. Yeah, Cincy's been bad. Seattle's been pretty rough. She's been you know, getting lucky on the touchdowns more or less. So the Jacksonville one's interesting because they get Houston this week in London. So that's a pretty actionable item. Okay, we've got. Hopkins and Stills, like that's right. one. That's an easy one to look at there. And then um, tight ends, we have Denver, Carolina, Cincinnati, New Orleans. But remember, tight ends or the tight end stuff's kind of you know tougher to glean stuff from just because some teams do and don't use their tight ends. So, and this is also a four week thing, so the tight end may get a little more skewed. Um, I'll, I'll do a full season on the tight end, but we we kind of know. Okay, Tampa, Arizona, and that's you know about it there. Because they're still just bad. 
they're just bad. Yeah, and then yeah, Cincinnati on the receiving thing, they're also uh, third worst against receivers. They've in yardage, and they've also been overperforming touchdown wise. So, so once again, just been playing bad. Yeah, I like, to, I like to go through that. So just so we know who's good, who's not good, where we should be looking at. Who's faking it? Mm-hmm. Got to fake it till you make it. All right, so jumping into our uh, week nine matchups, um, we already had the San Francisco Arizona game, so we'll recap that uh, next week. But um, our picks, um, so we both picked San Fran, obviously. Um, so last week, Mozzie was almost perfect. Almost. Almost perfect. But just that the Jets, man, kept you from perfection there. I know, and I thought I uh, thought I actually had a good pick on that one, so makes me sad. Not fourteen and one, though. I'll take fourteen and one. Yeah, overall. I was. Yeah, I was eleven and four. Uh, I thought my last minute switch to Carolina was a bad choice. Should stay on San Fran there. You know, I will say I debated that one a lot because going into the game. Like, in hindsight, now it looked like San Fran definitely looks way better. But mm-hmm. going into the game, it was very even. There were and enough Carolina's, for Carolina, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Carolina's defense had been playing really well. So there was – and, you know, McCaffrey, obviously. So there were, like – there were a lot about it, too. But I ended up sticking with San Fran because ultimately before the game, I was watching a video, and they were basically talking about how the Carolina – Oh, line will not be able to do anything against the San Francisco pass rush, and that is exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was. I mean, yeah. Aside from McCaffrey, there was just nothing going. It was rough. Nick Bosa, woof, dude. He's so he's been so good. It's been crazy. Like he and he and Josh Allen, like the defensive player Josh Allen for Jacksonville, have been just absurd. Oh, I know. Josh Allen surprised me. I wasn't super high on him. So I, I, I always like have to like clarify, like defense, Josh Allen. Yes, defense, Josh Allen. <laughs> well, Buffalo, we can just call him Jalen. Yeah, they, yeah, they were Gail. He, he's he's the first one, so he's Jalen. He's Jalen. And right, Jalen, it just sounds fitting for him. Mm-hmm. You Jalen, I'm Jalen. <laughs> fucking Doctor Schultz. Fucking Jalen. <laughs> but. Yeah, they've been nuts. So, um, moving on, we've got um, our London game. Houston at, uh, L- at London, Jacksonville, whatever. But honestly, I, c- I would consider Jacksonville a home team in London. Very much so. This is definitely a home game for them. Yeah, and like if one team was to get moved to London, <laughs> it would be <laughs> it would be the Jaguars because no one cares about them in Florida. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a tough one. It is divisional. Um the Texans have a lot of injuries right now, and that's predominantly why I'll be picking the Jags. They're missing, let's see, I mean, they just lost J.J. Watt for the year, which sucks. Uh, Roby, their cornerback, is out. Their safety, Gibson's out. Will Fuller's hurt. Uh, like, they lost their center, Greg Mance. Like, they're... They have a lot of injuries, and a lot of them are in the secondary and their line. <laughs> so that's not good. Like, their secondary is depleted. They basically just have Jonathan Joseph and Justin Reed. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, that, that said, it should be a good passing day for them. Like, and if, like I said, if we get an ODD, it concentrates more. So, but yeah, I do, I do want to include Leonard in that 
Leonard Ford in that passing game too, just because Houston has been struggling as pass catching running backs all year anyway too. That's been a thing. Like every time I've looked at these lists, I've noted, oh hey, Houston can't stop pass catching running backs. It's part of their how their scheme set up. So yeah, Minshew to Fournette should be a lovely, lovely duo. Does Fournette get a touchdown today? <laughs> and as a catch, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he should get one, but um. Keep I don't that. think he's going to get a lot of yardage on the ground, like running it. I think that's where t- the Texans are good against it, like mm-hmm. running backs. It's just like up the middle. But... Yeah, yeah, they're best about yeah, so you can beat him passing to the back though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Houston side. I mean, it's their usual guys: Watkins, so not Watkins. I always mess that up because it's I do that. Yeah, because it's Watson. It's Watson, Watson Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> Those two, and then um, I st- still should be in for a good time just because um, he'll be avoiding Bouye because I assume Bouye will go on Hopkins. Probably. And he'll take some deep shots there. And it, I, I, Is Kiki Cutie in the doghouse? It seems like he might be. I don't know. He hasn't really been doing much lately. Oh. So Well, they have stills now. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure. Kiki Cutie is good. I like him, but it's not safe enough right now there. So. Yeah, I mean, he's behind. I mean, he's... Behind Fuller, so he is starting alongside Hopkins and Stills. Yeah, I'll pull up the snap counts. But um, anyone else from this game you're you're feeling or not really? Not I mean, really. I think it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Minshew Magic continues another week, man. Mm-hmm. He wants so, a quarterback controversy. Yeah, this is the thing. So like, I feel like Jacksonville's gonna go back to Foles, but like, I don't think they should they. So here's they should the send him to the Bears. <laughs> they like. Do they like start foals? Let him do his thing. Because like, here's the thing: you're paying him a lot. <laughs> yeah, but so like, you gotta look at it. So like, trading one of them next year makes sense. Like, do they trade Minshew or do they trade foals? Like, they keeping both doesn't make a ton of sense. No, I mean you have Minshew on a no money contract, basically. Yeah, I f- I like you're, like they're gonna you... keep Minshew and they should trade foals. Yeah. Seeing as you know what Foles is, I I think they should stay with Minshew. Like, but they might have to restructure his contract because it's disgusting. But <laughs> but that's the thing that it, it's the position of oh cheap contract for your quarterback, right? And if you can have a cheap quarterback that's good, like that's the fucking like setup for success. Yeah. So Kiki did not play last week at all. I don't think he was hurt either. Oh. Yeah, he was healthy, but did not play. Healthy, healthy scratch. Yeah, rip. he's in the Bob house. <sighs> Fucking Bob, man. <laughs> what a chode. Anyway, um, Washington at Buffalo. Uh, okay, so Josh Allen, Sean Brown, you can take shots on your running backs if you want. I'm not playing Washington, especially if you're throwing Haskins to a Buffalo defense. Is that is that this game? Is there anything else in this game? Yeah. Um, I felt like I was looking at Washington stats the other day, or I think worse against. Yeah, they're like uh, one of the worst teams against running backs. Yeah, so uh, I'm hoping it's a Singletary game. He he has looked good. Like this is like he like every time he gets some limited opportunity, he looks super good. So like I'm okay taking a shot with him just because. It's just like they're gonna yeah. use Gore too. Hmm. But I mean. John Brown should have a really solid game, but I mean you can take 
goes to the running back. But no Washington, no Washington at all for me. No Washington. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Nope. Yeah. I, I mean, I th- that's, is that anything else from that game? Like I said, I mean, is there anyone from Washington, or anyone from Buffalo you don't want to play? I should say that. Is there anyone I don't want to play? Yeah, it's like so. Like I mean, between like Josh Allen, John Brown, and then Gore, and possibly Singletary. Like, is that is that kind of the four? Is there anyone you want to add or move? No, I mean that that's pretty much it. The tight ends are a jumble, and to see how that pans out with Croft back in the mix and mm-hmm. finally healthy, and Knox kind of being a rookie, but probably the future guy. Yeah. So I'm staying off of that for the time being, though. It's I'm it's not a bad matchup for anyone so someone yeah. could do something oh, just got the notification Dwayne Haskins is going to start for Washington alright so Bill's defense <laughs> he's just a rook man he's so young yeah he's not ready <laughs> he wasn't ready he's not ready right, and next up Minnesota at uh, Kansas City I think I'm going to take Minnesota here. I am for now. Um, even like, even if Mahomes was playing hobbled, I think I would still maybe take Minnesota. The I matchup think, is uh, very favorable for them. Yeah, I think if we got, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming Mahomes isn't playing, so I'm taking Minnesota. If something yeah, changes, I'll evaluate, but it's making it easier. That's for sure. Yeah, like, like the thing is that the, the fucking. Vikings can just run Dalvin Cook. That's it. They just have to fucking run him all game. Yes, like, <laughs> looking at like just being bad. So like that in the just playing bad category, Kansas City is the worst against running backs, yards, and fantasy point wise. Yeah. So it's bad. So Dalvin Cook should have a great week. Um, Thielen, it sounds like he's going to be playing um, to keep an eye on, but just in case. But like, I'm cool with playing him or Diggs. Yeah, both. And they should be able to score a bunch, and Kirk makes a good stream in that vein. Um, as far as Kansas City goes, where are you at with them? Man, I don't know. I mean, Kel- for me, Kelsey. because Kelsey's like the only safe one. Yeah, Matt Moore's been like looking to him a lot. Uh, um, let me pull up that game he's... really quickly. The thing is, like, with like Hardman and Hill, like they can do it on one play. So, like, it's hard to really, especially Hill, it's hard to really bench him. And then um, Hardman has looked good getting, like, you know, limited touches. He's so quick. Oh, yeah. Hardman's looking pretty solid. Um, I mean, Kelsey had eight targets. Hill had nine. So, they're definitely the two. Hmm. So Watkins had eight targets, too. And I'm uh, not Hardman only of... had two. Yeah, did, 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 he's been getting like some like rushes and stuff too, though. Like getting like fun looks at least. Mm-hmm. Fun looks. <laughs> it was fun looks. Uh, but, so yeah, I guess the Vikings. I mean, for me, it's you know the Cook, Thielen, Diggs, and Kirk, and then on the Kansas City side, it's Kelsey, and then I mean, obviously, we're not going to bench Hill, but right. Yeah, you still got to start Hill. Mm-hmm. Whether I would take Hardman or like Watkins, though, is a tough one. Yeah, I think I would take Watkins just off of, you know, like a safer floor. But, I mean, I'm not thrilled about it either. Uh, yeah, I don't know 86% if get... of the snaps, Watkins, so he's, uh... he's... I mean, he's back and healthy. It's just, you know, it's yeah, Matt Moore, not Mahomes, so... <laughs> right. But, 
Yeah, I think I think for the most part this game's straightforward as far as like you know who to play. Um, anyone else before we move on? Nah. We've got uh, Jets at Miami next. We do both have the Jets. Um, so I saw you typed here. Is it Preston Williams week? I did. I don't. I don't know if it is, <laughs> but I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, getting this start against his old team. Oh yeah, one of his many. One of his many. Yeah, I'm just even remember his time there. Who are you? Uh, I don't know. Like, so yeah, I, getting into the easy ones, we do think it's probably a Robbie and Bell week, right? Yeah, like Robbie should have a blow up week because Xavier Howard's on IR now. So, yo, I also expect a lot of the Jets to kind of come back to earth on their play. Like, I think they've had a very rough couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I've endured it. But they've, I think they'll be okay. They get their six-game stretch now of just very easy games. So yeah, they've been able to do well against teams that don't bring a lot of pressure, and Miami does not bring much pressure. So no, it does not. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a good buy low time for the Jets. We've been saying it for a couple weeks now, but they get six very easy games on the slate coming up. With the Dolphins, the Giants, the Redskins, the Raiders, and the Bengals, and the Dolphins. At wow. least defensively, <laughs> that is six straight games of bad defense. Um, so, like, Robbie, Darnold, I don't, like, Bell, these guys should be in your lineup for the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it, sound, it sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. Uh, so, yeah, definitely, like, here's your heads up. Get them now while you can because they're going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, back to the Dolphins. Uh it's so. I mean, it's either uh, you got Devonte Parker, Albert Wilson, and Preston Williams. Oh man. Um. Okay. I'm still as much as I do like Preston Williams. I'm still on the. Um, Devonte Parker. Much, well, I'm still on the reason, like the thing of um. There's not much like, you don't need to play a Dolphin ever because they're never gonna kill you. Like, <laughs> you never like if you bench Mark Walton or don't play Devontae Parker, they at most like are gonna get wet like fourteen points on your bench. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think any Dolphin skill player has a ceiling of like higher than fifteen. Like I, I don't I don't know if any have hit that this season. I don't see reason they will. Well, yeah, because when something works, they're gonna stop. Doing yeah, it. and like Caleb Blige gets the goal line touches, and you know, you're gonna shit, so like so. It, it's fun to speculate, but like I don't, you don't need to ever play a dolphin. For what it's worth, I think Parker probably gets a touchdown. Yeah, Fitzpatrick's been looking to him a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's, we just avoid the dolphins. Yeah, like this, like this. There's not, a, there's not enough of a ceiling on any of them to risk it for me. No, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't have any. Yeah, dolphins. like if. If you're just totally screwed, I like by body injuries. I like Mark Walton's your guy this week. Like I think he'll he'll get enough touches to be some points. But for me, like I don't. There's not any reason to play the Dolphins right now. Like until we see that they actually want to win the game. Like until they win a game, I'm not going to play them. Right. Like exactly. Seems scared of me. <laughs> I don't, scared. I don't think we have to overthink this one and try to be like, oh, this is the Dolphins week. Like, I just don't. I just don't. No. So, yeah, well, taking the Jets. Again. Again. Yeah. 
I I mean, like eventually, like there's a good chance Preston Williams does have a good week where he like does some good stuff, but like I'm not gonna sit around and like play him every week until then, <laughs> as much as I like him. So, um, they're keeping his uh his maximum power like hidden. <laughs> this is in my final form. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> And then, um, yeah, Donald's a good stream this week, too, I think. Uh-huh. So, he should have a good time. Um, I mean, I, I mean, he had 18 last week until he threw, like, three picks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Crowder was, like, fine, too. He's, like, the you know, much lower upside one of him and Robbie, but he got tight targets that one week, so. <laughs> happens, but. So, he he has a, enough talk about target ceiling. But, anyway, moving on. Chicago at Philly. We both have Philly. Um, so, um, we both like A-Rob a lot here. I'm a big fan. Yes. Yeah, he, he should, was the first guy I penciled in. He should have a really good week against Philly. Um, I see you have Sanders here. Yeah, for some reason, I just kind of had the Sanders vibe this week. Like, it was going to continue. Yeah, him and or Joho should be good, because, like, Chicago, like we've talked about, hasn't been able to stop the run well. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Sanders looked great last week, too. Yeah, he's he's pretty explosive. Like as long as he's using sound technique and everything, like that, cause that was the reason they had um, the reason they had what was I'm pulling for. Wow, I just totally blanked. Uh, the reason they've been going with Jordan Howard was because like he's you know sound runner is not gonna like fuck him over. So yeah, no, he's a solid downhill running back. It's like like young Garrett Blunt, <laughs> tinier. Garrett Blunt. Hope we have an AB tweet alert. <laughs> oh God, tweeted this morning. Did we get our translator on the lines? When I was in the league, everyone did everything for me, literally handicapped me. I'm back cooking. Shopping, taking care of kids, all me. No nannies, chefs, trainers, no baby mamas, me, Dolo, all self-care. Great. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Yeah, Antonio Brown, man. So, yeah, one of Sanders or Joho should have a solid day. Um, Yeah, Sanders is a lot more exciting, though, to say the least. Um, They've been getting involved in the passing game a good amount, too, which is fun to see. And then um, I also, so it sounds like Deshaun Jackson's going to be back this week. He's always interesting, but I also think that helps Ertz a lot. He pulls the coverage off of him. Yeah, that. And then so they've been running more two tight end with Goddard on while DJX has been out too. So, like, it, it might result in less Goddard too, possibly. Not 100% yeah. sure on that, but like I said it just helps the team in general and should be a good thing for Ertz. Well, yeah, I do think it's a good matchup for tight ends in the game. Yeah, and also, like, Ertz has been getting so many targets and it hasn't been hitting. I'm just like, when is this going to work? Has he not been doing well? No, he's been, like, under one. I can pull it up for you, but, like... He's just one of those guys I always assume is doing fine. No, because I have him in Dynasty and every week I'm like, oh. Like, I I keep thinking (laughs) it's going to be more, but it's not. Here, let me pull him up. Leaving the team in receiving, but he only has one touchdown. Damn. That's been part of it too. So he has 64 targets, and Travis Kelsey is 65, so pretty much you know, even with that. Um, but has, I don't know how many he's played the same amount of games, but he only has one touchdown. Yep. And he has 424 yards. There hasn't been there as much either, but yeah. Like he has like way fewer fantasy points than everyone else like around him target wise. Yeah, he's just not getting the touchdowns. Mm hmm. That should have changed, though. Yeah, the, the targets haven't been, like, as deep either. But, yeah, he's, like, he should be 
doing a lot more based on like what he's been getting. So, I mean, if the Eagles start clicking, Ertz is going to be at the center of that. Uh huh. Like we know he's good. Yeah, and Wentz likes to throw a lot of touchdowns to him. So part of the reason they're not doing well is because they're not doing that. So yeah, I said getting. So good. Yeah, fix it. Yeah, getting the Jacks pack will help. So, but. So Chicago's high set from A Rob. Um, anyone? Something like because Mitch has to throw it to him, but I don't think I want to play Mitch. Uh yeah. I mean the matchup's favorable, but it's still uh, it's still Mitch. Yeah. Still bitch Turbishki. <laughs> you ain't been kissing any titties lately. <laughs> so um, I, I guess. Moving on already. <laughs> um, so India at Pittsburgh. So this was a good timing. I just got we got two little news blurbs about this game. So Ty Hilton is going to be out, and Aww. the thing I just now got was that um, Connor is not expected to play as of now. Oof. So who is the Steelers running back? It'll be Samuels. Yeah, no, I mean, Sam is good. I think he's in for a good role to be a good time for him, I, I'm i thinking. Better. <laughs> better be. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's on all my leagues. I would have picked him up by now, but I'm like doing like a double check right now. I'm like, I think someone has him already and everywhere. Just because yeah, he ha- looks like Snell's going to be out too. So like, yeah, no Snell. Be- so like, it's literally just him, right? <laughs> Try Edmonds, dude. <laughs> the other Edmonds. <laughs> Oh man, yeah they they are hurt. Yeah, so okay, so good start. How do you feel about uh, Jalen Samuels this week? Um, I gotta say I don't feel great. I don't think he'll be bad. I think like he'll he has a safe floor, so I think you can start him. But I like in terms of the game, I think Indianapolis's defense is going to be pretty good. Um. Man, there's a lot of injuries in this. I like I have Indy right now, but I'm unsure. Yeah, I'm on Pittsburgh because I wasn't. Um, I, I'm in Pittsburgh now, actually, because the Ty thing was what I was waiting for. And so uh, if, yeah, no, if there's no Ty, they don't have much. And so Pittsburgh's defense has been really good too. Actually, people aren't like realizing that, but it has been. Yeah, it's been a lot better. That's for sure. So yeah, that's they've been in top ten against quarterbacks. Top three against running backs, um, top ten against receivers. Where they at? and they they've had they've had some tight end holes, but they've been a good defense thing. So, and then with no Hilton, they've got you know their tight ends and some young receivers. I'm not too thrilled about. Um, they are really allocated. similar in terms of yards allowed. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think we're looking at a pretty low scoring game here. Yes, agreed. What's over under right now? Forty one, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean so Jalen Samuels is like a fiddling guy for this week while Connor's out. If I'm assuming assuming he is out, I'm not hundred percent sure there. And then um Juju I think still obviously usable here. Um I don't think it's I'm only in these corners are like good enough that I'm off Juju. Probably uh, agreed, but I I am off of him in most of my leagues this week just because yeah. he's been so inconsistent and, mm-hmm. like, 
Because they I, were, I mean, it's good last against Miami, but it's Miami. He was, but it's Miami. Yeah, because the soft spot against Indy is more so, like, I get like for the receivers, like the passing game is a lot, lot easier to tap than the running game against them, at the moment. And yeah, then, I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to just find some. Uh... But like overall in this game, I if I can if I can avoid this game totally, I will. Yeah, I'm kind of, like that's the boat that I'm in because I, it's a really hard it, game boat. to evaluate. You said boat, made you sad. I do think the Pittsburgh defense is intriguing. I know you had indie defense here, but I I like the Pittsburgh defense actually too. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's one of those. I would pick the defense of the team you think's gonna win. Yeah. Um. Any Deontay Johnson interest? Like, I think he's probably better than most of the options on the waiver. I'm guessing, but probably this uh, game's gross. Is it does it the tight end match up like them at all with the so Pittsburgh? Um, the, the whole has been the the tight ends. So like if you're gonna go somewhere, and then, so that makes sense. There's not many other targets. Pittsburgh has been pretty good against receivers, running backs, and has some weight against tight end. So like Ebron or Doyle would make just make some sense as far as like this is kind of what has to happen. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm that's what I'm on right now. So. It's a tough one. It really is. I mean, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think I think I'm okay with one of Ebron or Doyle, just like kind of popping them in. But man, like Samuel's, I'm just like, I don't. Indy's good against the run, but he's gonna get, he should get a lot of touches, right? I mean, unless they just don't pat, like unless they don't run at all. But I mean, maybe they don't run much. Maybe they say, okay, Indy, we can beat him in the air. Like, do they do that? Like, I don't know. So like the. The Colts are one of the teams we were kind of talking about earlier with, like, their schedule coming up. And they're one of the teams that I think has a really tough one, and they're going to finish with a much worse place in the division. Because, like, sure, they get Steelers, Dolphins, and then they have Jags, Texans, Titans, Bucks, and they have Saints, Panthers, Jags. So, like, they have some tough games in there. Mm-hmm. Not having Ty really hurts. Yeah, this game's pretty gross in general. So I, I think Jim Samuel is, is a as a play just based off volume, even if I don't think he's gonna like ball out per se. Yeah, and I've I've been going back and forth on the Pittsburgh upset, and I think I am gonna take it. I I don't know like a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure the Colts are like can't win when he's not playing. Like they're literally like Owen. Oh and four, oh and five. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. He's definitely their best player. Yeah. Can I can I go bet on Pittsburgh right now? Probably. Let me see. Oh, their money line's not available right now. Ooh, Ty, what have you done? Oh, I'll still make a. Well, let me make a shit, shit, shit. <laughs> right now on Bovada, they are. Uh, well, both of them are technically favorites. That's fun. <laughs> By money Rip. line odds. Yeah, it's, I hate when they just take it off. You're like, they're like, nope, wait. I'm like, no, let me let me do my thing. So, hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Pittsburgh in this one for now, and it should probably end up being a gross game. So yeah, I think Indianapolis is probably the better all around, but they're missing some key components. And yeah. the Steelers' defense is playing well. Yeah. So. I hope Juju has a good week. I'm just like nervous about it. 
I mean, yeah, I'm definitely nervous on it too. But it's not like a sure thing by any means, just because of how. I mean, it's Mason Rudolph. Like, would you start Robbie or Juju in your flex? I think Robbie. I think I would too. At, at so. least this week, like the matchup, man. The matchup he's got is so beautiful. I know in my homer league, I've got Galladay against Oakland, Lockett against Tampa, Gallup against the Giants, Robbie against Miami, and then Juju against Indy. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, it's. <laughs> but yeah, so this game's gross. Anyway, let's, let's move on, I guess. Um, Tennessee at Carolina, bangers. I, I really, do, I mean, we know this by now. It's <laughs> it's Christian McCaffrey, so. Aside, yep. like, it's like on the receivers, you're kind of taking like a, not like a stab, but like you're never sure of it with the two receivers there. And then Tennessee. Um, I mean, I, I guess, do like Henry. I do think Henry's fine. Yeah, he makes sense. Um, he's been getting so many touches. This, like he's been getting consistent a bunch of touches uh, this year. So I'm cool with yeah, him. If you have him, like I wouldn't bench him. And in Carolina, they're definitely beatable on the run. Um, 22nd in yards allowed. To our running backs, so, and when you when you put it to just rushing and not receiving, they're twenty seventh. So, hmm. and that makes sense for Henry because he's, uh, he just yeah, <laughs> they don't pass to him a ton. So, I like that. Yeah. And then Jonu, if um if, if Delaney's out, I like Jonu Smith a lot too. It's good that he's finally starting to like do things. Yeah, he's basically like Delaney two point <laughs> Like for, <laughs> that's his comp is Delaney Walker. This guy's second Delaney Walker. But yeah, I mean, um, more Curtis, you in on either of them? Man, I. I mean, I'm, I'm like, if I have DJ Moore, I'm willing to take a shot on him if, if I need. But or like, he's pretty cheap on Fanduel. I, think I personally in, don't. But like, not exciting uh, now. It's just like Tennessee is such an annoying matchup in the secondary. They're like not great, but they're good. But they're not bad. They're not excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's just not like ideal. It's not ideal. Yeah, like it's like it's like not ideal because you don't know. Like if I knew they were really good, I'd be like, okay, avoid it. That's ideal. It's easy. Right. But God, why can't you be obvious? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this game's pretty gross. What's the over under on this? We both have Carolina, by the way. The uh, over under is where did it go? Forty two. It's pretty gross. I think I'd like DJ Moore. Between the, him and Samuel, yeah. But I said that's for me. That's a DFS thing because I was looking at like pricing at least on Fanduel and DJ Moore is pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he should be in line for a good amount of receptions. Mm-hmm. But cool. yeah, always of course play Christian McCaffrey. Duh. Um, moving on to the later games. Um, oh yeah, do you want any of the defenses in this game while we're at it? I mean, I'd probably take Carolina's defense. Yeah, it's Ryan Tannehill. Always worth a, worth a shot there. Um, yeah, and their defense has been pretty good, mm-hmm. except for last week. But yeah, well, that was you know. The yeah, I, I, I don't think Kyle Allen will get as rocked this week. So no, the Tennessee's pass rush is much worse than the Niners. Mm-hmm. Most teams are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. Anyway, moving on now, actually, to uh, Detroit at Oakland. I've got Oakland here. Ah, this is tough. This is a really tough game. Uh, I do think it is sort of offensive. By sort of, I mean entirely. There will be no defense in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it hard to pick. 
Detroit's yeah. defense has been one of the worst in the league the past few weeks. Yeah, if not the worst. Yeah, we've got a nice juicy uh, 50 and a half over under. Yep. And then on the flip side, Oakland's defense is nothing to write home about. They're no. missing players. So, I mean. Because the one thing they do decently is stop the run. And yeah, Detroit's exactly. And not running right now because, yeah. So. Yep, without carry on, like Stafford's been chucking the ball, and that's what he's going to do. So I think you see a strong Stafford performance. I think Kenny's fine. I even think Hawkinson might get in there. Yeah, I was going to say I, I like Hawkinson this week. This is I think we are on a Gronkinson versus Blockinson <laughs> this no, cause, week because the Raiders can't. The Raiders don't bring much of a pass rush, so they're not going to need him to block as much. Like that's, exactly. That's what it is. That's why I'm on it. <laughs> um, on the flip side, though, Carr should be a great stream option. Uh, I mean, he could have four touchdowns, man, uh, but probably not more. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there's a limit. But, there's um, a limit. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, Carr, Wall, Waller should be fine. Mm-hmm. Ty, Terrell Williams, whatever. Tyrell. Tyrell. Yeah, he was like he was pretty close to a huge day last week, and like a couple like small things throw him off. So, and he he's got he's got a touchdown every week he's played too, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's tough this week, but. And then Josh Jacobs, I like him, assuming his shoulder isn't dead. <laughs> yeah, Jacobs should do fine, too. Uh, um, who would you prefer, Carr or Darnold this week? Hmm. I mean, I Darnold because his matchup is literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was asking because they're both the same price on FanDuel this week, and I'm gonna, no I'm probably going to have to make that decision. This like They're both 7300 They're both pretty cheap. So I'm like... Well, if they're the exact same price, I might take Carr, but like... I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's like pretty close the Lions so like, Fuck. do have some players that can make plays yeah. so on errant if, things, but the Dolphins do not. So what? What about if Slay if Slay ends up out? Oh, see, I assumed he was out. Already. I'm pretty sure he is. He's been like, partially I, yeah, participating for like all of this. I thought he was already out. Yeah, I think he's right now. He's questionable from what I'm seeing. I assume he's not playing. Which just lends even more to the car. Yeah. Because if, he, if he does play, I assume we'll be on Tyrell, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, this Carr, should be a big Waller day, dude. <laughs> yeah, the Walleress. <laughs> the Walleress. Yeah, I, I heard that one from the fantasy footballers, and that one's that's a good one. The Walleress. I love it. So, I am the Walleress. Yeah, this game's good. I'm I'm good with either kicker in this game. Yeah, probably. It's a high, high scoring game. It's what you want. Um, it's what you want. Yeah, but I've got Oakland. You're, you're still undecided. Um, yeah, I'll come back to it though by the end. Mm-hmm. But um, next game, Tampa at Seattle. We both have Seattle. Um, another game where both kickers should be. Well, I guess you know Tampa's you know whatever. But the Seattle kicker, either way. So uh, some bangers in this game. The uh, pass games. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lockett, I like DK. Evan should be good. Uh, Godwin should be good. I mean, uh, yeah, I honestly, I know we've been shitting on Jameis, but he probably, I think he has a, probably a good game. Yeah, at least fantasy wise, he should. I assume so. I don't see why he wouldn't per se. Yep. So, you know, I do agree with you there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Seattle should fucking roll, man. I yeah, think they've I... actually done better on the road this year, so the home advantage isn't as much of a thing, but Tampa's secondary is just so bad. Yeah, so um, Seattle's favored by five. They're 52.5 point over under, so big, big score game here. But Big. 
Yeah, so I want, I'm going to laugh if this is the game that the Tampa run defense gets, like, blown open and Chris Carson goes wild and we're all like, what? Oof. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not good at bet on it, though, but yeah, I'm on the I mean, here. Yeah, Russell Wilson is just going to – just it's too good. Yeah, because Seattle, you beat him by passing, too, so – one of the teams I mentioned has been overperforming against receivers too, and they're probably against quarterbacks. And tight, they're really bad against tight ends. I've got a weird feeling we're going to have another Jameis NFC West week where like <laughs> where he did against the Rams and they won. Like, I I just have a feeling he's going to do that, and then he's going to suck next the next week. Who they have the next week? Mm, let's see. Let's find out. Because Jameis, Jameis is that uh, Katy Perry hot and cold for sure. <laughs> you're hot, then you're cold. Yes, then you're no. You're in, you're... Oh, we oh they Cardinals get Arizona. Are we going to get two good Jameis Winston weeks in a row? No, watch. He'll suck against Arizona. <laughs> no, they have the Saints the following week. The Saints. Oh, there you go. The, that division, at least the Saints and, Saints and Panthers have his number. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. So... Sean Payton's licking his uh, licking his chops mm-hmm. every time Jameis takes the field. That's my he's, ball. He's ready to eat those W's. He's licking his chops. He's eat them W's. <laughs> Gosh, every time I say that, I, I see Deshaun Walker, sorry, Deshaun Jackson's face when he saw that, <laughs> and I crack up because his reaction was priceless. Yeah, it was like existential crisis happening in his head. <laughs> like, like, get this, me the this fuck out of here. <laughs> I want to go back to Philly, man. I wonder. I wonder if Carson Wentz ever eats oh. W's. <laughs> it's like I've seen Reed eat everything, but never his own fingers. <laughs> Sometimes almost on accident, but never on purpose. <laughs> never put him in his mouth like that. <laughs> he needs those to eat. He can't risk it. <laughs> right. How's he going to eat a hamburger? Hot dog, wings. He needs them. <laughs> How's he going to hold his Waffle House menu? <laughs> So, um, (laughs) but yeah, past games. Um, and then next up, we've got Cleveland at Denver. Um, kind of the opposite here for me. Um, I just want Nick Chubb, and that's about it. Um, so I'm definitely taking Cleveland, I'm definitely taking Cleveland's defense. Mm -hmm. I think all of these things will be very, very, very good. Um, as far as the players. I kind of, I'm kind of with you on Chubb that he should have a good game. Like he should probably be the only thing that works this week, and like it's probably the only thing they have to do. Yeah, he's kind of nearing on like that where I want to make the like quote unquote like bold prediction of like I'm I'm pretty much ready to call the blow up game here, like for Chubb. I kind of like the whole sometimes just like choosing like the defense and the running back kind of script. And I think it's one. Yeah, I think this is one of those games. I don't think it's it's super high scoring. It's It's probably fucking Allen. Exactly. It's probably a twenty to three game or a seventeen three. Like I don't think it's high scoring. And honestly, Chubb will probably do most of the work. Thirty nine point over under. Wow, Cleveland's thirty nine point favorite. This is a really gross game. (laughs) A gross game, but like, yeah, Chubb and Brown's defense. Like that's the stack to go. Yep. Um, maybe Jarvis Landry. Ugh. Because so like Odell should have Chris Harris, right? But I thought Chris Harris was best in the slot. So like he can go in the slot, but he, like he's better outside. 
I remember looking at this last year and mm-hmm. finding that out, and it's kind of been the same this year. I can pull it up and double check, but um, I'm not. Well, sure. it's something weird. That, like he's better not in the slot, but he's the best in the slot on the team. Yeah, there we go. The, you so, know, <laughs> I, mean, I think he might get both of them. I'm not sure. Like I, I'm not like huge on Jarvis Landry. I'm just like maybe like. Like, is he going to get the easier looks? I don't know. See, if, if Njoku was there, I'd be taking Njoku and Chubb, and that would be it. I uh, guess maybe then Ricky. Or Ricky Seals Jones, but I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to put money on that. But uh, for me, for me, it's Chubb. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got there. Um, would you take the Denver defense? So I saw you have him here, and I, I definitely think it's interesting. Um Especially, I said I like to talk about the DFS perspective of it, and like everyone's gonna be into, like rightfully so, into Chubb and the Browns defense. So if you're going the Denver defense on the flip side, it's a huge like leverage point there. But I, I know I do think because like the Browns offensive line is trash and the Denver defense is solid enough. Yeah, exactly. The big the big issue is like, will they get off the field? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's my concern. Good point. Yeah, will the offense actually sustain drives? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <gasps> okay, I, I have no clue. I have to look up Rain Man. Let me see what it looks like. This will give me. This will give me some aid. Oh no! Oh gosh! He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna suck. Oh god! Just look him up. You're gonna be like, this guy's awful. Oh gosh! All right. So I'm sure he's nice. But <laughs> I'm sure he's nice. He's got a great personality. Oh goodness! <laughs> he just looks like he's gonna throw five picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of does. No, he, he like he looks like the type of guy to get strip sacked, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, Miles anyway. Garrett strip sack. I guess I'm sure he's nice, but he just looks like a quarterback who's gonna get rocked and strip sacked by Miles Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to take uh, Denver in this game with the backup QB already. But I mean, okay, I, he's, is he like the backup? He's a backup to the backup because you know there's no Drew Lock. Who's the real backup? Yeah, yeah. It's gross. He's in a jumbled mess of people behind Joe Flacco. All right, <laughs> that's that's the point. <laughs> okay, so um, next up, Green Bay at the Los Angeles Chargers. So keep in mind there is a coaching change for the Chargers here. Um, at least, um, okay, sorry. Wait. Kid, sorry, they fired their OC, right? Was it on? Was it OC? Yes. Now, who is the new guy? Is the question. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Shane Steichen. Don't know who that is. I'm looking him up right now. Steichen. Do I have any history on him at all? Assistant coach for the Browns. Uh, can I look him up on like Pro Football Reference? Maybe get some like. Where has he been? What has he done? Like. He was in Louisville in 2010 with the Browns in 2013. Offensive quality control quarterbacks coach the past three years with the Chargers. Huh. All right. Well. That doesn't give you much, does it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I thought, I mean, I don't think it's going to be much worse. I mean, but, how are you? What does the quarterbacks coach for Phil Rivers fucking do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, seriously, is he, is he what just the like a babysitter? Do do? He's a babysitter, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except he's the baby. 
<laughs> oh gosh. I mean, okay, so what we've got a coaching change. Like usually that first game, it's like who are who are you comfortable with? And so like Keenan Allen makes a lot of sense. The easy matchup is the passing matchup. So I'm I'm on board with the passing game this week because Green Bay has somehow switched from a run funnel to a pass funnel, so now you can torch them in the air. So they've switched on us. Yeah, it's kind of odd, but yeah, they've they've just been awful against quarterback for, and receivers lately, as I mentioned earlier. But yeah, Keenan and and Mike Williams, I'm good with. Um, the running game, I'm not big on. I'm not sure if the coach has said he wants to you know run a bunch or whatever. Maybe did, maybe didn't. I don't know. I'll look into that. But I mean, Green Bay still wins, I think. I'm just like trying. I'm looking up some of the just Chargers history. Just they're and I'm it's sad. Just not seeing anything on this dude. <laughs> but um, let me yeah. see. Oh yeah, so um, Green Bay side. It, it's seeming like Devontae Adams is gonna be back. Woo! Not 100 sure. Um, oh, I did. I did just find out. So yeah, Quan Alexander will. He is expected to miss the rest of the season, by the way. So, bummer. But, um... LaFleur said himself that Devontae Adams is going to be, like, a game-time decision. Like, we'll know 90 minutes before kickoff on him. But, yeah. it looks like it's trending up, but... Mm, definitely something to watch. Uh, I mean, this is a tough matchup here. It's kind of a tough game to call. Like, Green Bay's the better team, but I think the Chargers probably match up a little better. Yeah, they really match up well here, just based on like what they're good at here. But yeah, I think the, I think the Packers win it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Devontae Adams plays is really interesting. Like it's hard to like drop to play in Rodgers. On on the running game, I mean, Aaron, I'm I think I'm sticking with Aaron Jones for now. The Chargers are really really bad against the run. So yeah, and probably Eckler. Yeah, Eckler is definitely interesting too for that, but. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay, it's Rodgers, Adams, if he plays, and um, Jones, for me. I think I like Hunter Henry, too, for the Chargers I, uh, under, like, that pass game blanket. Like, Yeah, like for sure. And and he's, like, one of those tight ends where, like, if you have him, you're probably most likely playing him every week. Yeah. I think I'm running a couple two tight end sets, man. <laughs> With Kittle and Henry in one, and uh, what's the other one? Henry and maybe Hawk. Hmm. Oh, Joe Flacco has been placed on injured reserve. Wah, wah. Rip, rip. I like when we get news while recording. It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. I like it. Yeah. But, I like um, this. Yeah. Next up, we've got New England at Baltimore. Oh, this is so fun. I don't know who I'm picking yet. Oh, I know. I uh, I finally picked someone because I was going back on it. I am going to go with New England, but I do think it's a very competitive game. And I think it's the most competitive game the Patriots have had all year. Yeah, Baltimore is off a of bye, too. Exactly, and Harbaugh's a good fucking coach. Yeah, so I don't know where I'm leading this game yet. I mean, I know where my heart's at. I just don't know where my head's at yet. Um, yeah, no, heart is in uh, hearts in Baltimore. Yeah, dude, I would love it if they won. But um, oh my, just be so happy. Yeah, so there's, yeah, fantasy wise, there's no one in this game I'm like particularly like excited about per se. Um, I do think Tom Brady's kind of sneaky actually here. Um, 
because I mentioned Baltimore is like ridden really, really hot as far as um, like their fantasy points allowed to the quarterbacks and like passing game and stuff. So that's kind of interesting, but um, I'm not like, I'm not like super thrilled about anyone or anything in this game that much. It's a big unknown. We don't really know what's going to work and what isn't because the Patriots change their scheme up every fucking week. Yeah, I'm really curious what they're going to do with like Lamar Jackson's running, but this is one of those games where like if you've got like Brady or Lamar, you're I'm playing them. Um, Edelman, you're playing Ingram. Okay, Mark Ingram. Here we go. This is something I think is actually like, worth discussing. Is do you play Mark Ingram this week? Yes. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. I I am. You're like, not. Um. So like, okay, if I'm faced with like Ingram or Samuel's, that's actually really close for me. I know you're probably going Ingram there, but like, for me, that's a really close one, just based off of like this like situation, and then like for both of them, I guess. I mean, Ingram is one of the guys that like might not find the end zone, but I still think he'll be fantasy relevant because I he is going to get checkdowns. Yeah. I don't know what New England's going to do defensively because we yeah, the whole a... like we've been talking off the podcast just about like the whole zero blitz thing that kind of got blown up over the past couple weeks, and we we're like discussing about how it's something Belichick always uses against first and second year quarterbacks because they don't have the aggressive like play style to figure out how to beat it yet, which mm-hmm. is to throw it deep. But there was one first and second year quarterback that he didn't use the zero blitz with, which was uh, which was Deshaun Watson, and that's because Deshaun Watson's fucking good and can beat him deep with it. Mm-hmm. So I I I don't think they're going to be using that as much on Lamar. They might try it, but if he gets burned, they're not going to stick with it. So I I'm kind of waiting to see. I, I'm like just excited to watch the game. I. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a whole lot of insight under what they're going to do defensively. My mm-hmm. guess is they'll try to take their best players away, yeah. and keep Lamar contained and force him to throw. Yeah, so this is one of those games where I'm I'm more excited to watch it than worry about the fantasy aspect of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fantasy wise, I'm kind of avoiding the fuck out of it. Yeah, it's not super exciting aside from you know your usual guys. Um, Tony Michelle, I'm like. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really huge on him either here. He's so touchdown dependent. Yeah, he, he is. Yeah, I'm not on him here. Maybe James White, but it's a, James okay. White is the one I think might do okay. It makes sense here, I think. It's because now because they also have um oh, what's his name from the Rams now? Well, here's the corner, Peters. Yeah. He's oh yeah. Tough on the receivers too. So hmm. But. So this will be a good game, but anyway, the Monday night game, Dallas had the Giants. We both have Dallas here. Um, mm-hmm. Bangers, I'm just, you know, just Dallas in general, uh, especially Zeke. It's a great spot for him. Um, for sure. Amari should be good. You know, obviously Dak. Um, I, I think Gallup's even interesting too here. I'm big on Gallup this week. I think it's a Gallup week. Yeah, I mean, I said I, I, I like him. I just all those those four of Dallas. I mean, they all seem like really great plays here. And then of course Saquon on the other side. After Saquon though, for the Giants, it kind of tips off. Yeah, I'm not excited about anyone in particular here for the Giants aside from Saquon. Yeah. Sars. Yeah. They're in the rough stretch. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Is that game that simple? Is that game that straightforward? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So locks and upsets. Um, we didn't mention as we went through. So. Ooh, I gotta bank mine. Yeah. So I think my lock is um. So Philly's a good candidate. I was thinking about that. Um. See who else? I mean, the Jets can be a lock. Um. That's sad. Yeah, Cleveland, <laughs> Green Bay. The mo- There's not many big spreads this week, so most of the options are lockable. I think I'm going to go Philly. Or, but if you want Philly, I'll go Oakland. I'm, I'm okay with either. Oh, you're good. And then my upset. Oh, man, I mean, I'll put Cleveland as my lock. Nice. So upset options. Let's see. There's Pittsburgh. That's kind of a, that's a good one there. Actually, that's not how to pick them. Is that how does that how do how do we do that one? Which one? So Pittsburgh Indies actually now to pick them. So oh really? I don't. I mean, I would. I think it's. I guess we can lock it, but not upset it. Well, for, I, I mean, I don't know. I think you could put it for either. I was thinking you could put it as an upset. I think I think the Steelers winning is an upset because they do have a worse record, like a good amount. Jacksonville is an upset actually too. Hmm. Um, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I think you know what I'm doing. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm following my heart here. It's, it's like you with the Jets. I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be wanting the Baltimore Ravens to win. I'm picking Baltimore to upset the Patriots. Hell yeah. Do so it. That's my upset. I want it. I want it bad, man. <laughs> I want it so badly. Like, I'm going to root, be rooting for the Ravens the whole yeah. game. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'll be so happy if they pull that off, dude. Who's my upset though? That's what I gotta say. Jacksonville's there as an option. Yeah, Jacksonville. That's yeah. That might be the one I have to yeah. take. If you end up going to Detroit, they would be an option. Oh, that's true. I'll do that. Needed a reason to pick him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Philly, Philly seems like a solid lock choice. Yeah, all of the all of the favorites, like most of them, make sense this week. Like the lines are pretty solid this week. There aren't many that like I like super disagree with or anything. They're starting to figure teams out. Yeah, that's the thing. It gets like easier and easier for like Vegas to settle things out. But yeah, I gotta go find my freaking uh, captain's hat or whatever. I think it's in my car because I. So when I went out of town on our trip, it's, it's already November. It sounds like this sounds really bad, but um, some of the stuff that was in my car from the trip just got like kind of just like you know things get buried buried in your car, and I think that hat was in my stuff on that trip, so I think it's in my car. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, so, captain, my captain. Yeah, because like I always have like a like a blanket and the air mattress in the back of my car, just pretty much permanently. So, <laughs> I think it's probably stuck under there or something. Hey, man, you got to be ready. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that's you know that's responsible at least, right? Gotta yeah. Have jumpers, gotta have you know your air mattress and your blanket. <laughs> gotta have jumpers, a flashlight, some maddies, like a, a fanny big pack, old mag light. You know, just a just real big bright flashlight. You Samurai talk about sword. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta Essentials. be. Got to be proud of how many lumens your flashlight has. That's a dad thing. Being proud of your flashlight—that's such a dad <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's like the Maserati of flashlights. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You know, my dad had this like really just absurdly giant flashlight. It would like, 
it was it was huge. It was super bright, so you could like point it up, and it looked like you know, like when you see like the like the Hollywood lights that go back and forth, that go way up in the sky. It looked like that. <laughs> like a spotlight. Yeah, like yeah, it basically like spotlighted planes and like that. It's probably not safe. <laughs> planes on the ground. What is that? Do we land? <laughs> <laughs> is there a celebrity here? I don't know. Taking it down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, being proud of your flashlight. That's a that's a definitely a dad thing for sure. But you know what else oh, yeah. is a dad thing? Mm. Kicking back, watching football, cracking open a nice cold pop. Watch watching them games. Watch watching them games. So and a lazy boy with your belt unbuckled. <laughs> <laughs> Top button I'm done yet ready. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, zipping back here. Not zipping back here. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try not to get too hungover Sunday morning so that I can drive back early enough from somebody to up at Ben's and Dayton. So I'm gonna be mm-hmm. probably listening to the Jags Houston game as I drive back. And then, oh, that's great though. Yeah, so that that is the one plus side of having one early game is you have something to wake up to. Just make sure, do not forget that game is early. It's at nine thirty in the morning yeah. Eastern time. So, <coughs> like if you're West Coast, that's that's six thirty. You better set the night before. So, like I'm even gonna set a night before just in case. Yeah, make sure everybody that's out is out or in that's in that's mm. Houston and Jacksonville related. Yep. So basically, make sure you got your Fournette, your Watson, your Hopkins. <laughs> Most of it. I mean, you know, maybe maybe your Minshew. I'd say your Minshew. Maybe your Stills. Probably your Shark. DJ Shark. <laughs> On that note. I'm waiting for it. Yep. It's so fun to do. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. We hope you have a great hollow weekend. Ooh. Spooky. Spooky. Ah. Winning your fantasy. Denver's passing game. Spooky. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Winning a game, the Dolphins find that scary. Uh... <laughs> All right. Have a good one.